Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing today? Good. Happy Father's Day. Well, thank you. Thank you very much there. Happy Father's Day to you and you and, and you, you and you. All you guys, happy Father's Day. And and to to any of you single mothers doing the father thing as well, hey, happy Father's, happy father's Day to you as well. Yeah, I do the same thing on, on Mother's Day to all you, you fathers out there pulling double duty. Happy double Father's Day to you there. There. We, we, we covered it all. The whole spectrum there. I got to meet Anthony's daughter, Rennie. She's always on the broadcast. That. I saw that. What a uh, just an awesome fighter there. She is she is such a cool. She was sticking her tongue out at me, and <laughs> she had blue tongue. Not blue tongue. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Addie, Addie had blue tongue. Everybody had blue. All the kids had blue red you tongue. Know it's you a know? good night when you got blue tongue. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Those slushies were flowing good <laughs> last night at the dirt track. Thank you very much, Mr. Haldane. Happy Father's Day to you, and happy Father's Day to you as well, Nathaniel. Look at him. He's commenting now. That's that's my buddy from Benefil's wedding. Uh, we met the mutual friend in Benefil. Okay. And we, we hit it off, man. He he lives here. We've been we've been hanging out and chatting there. So. Oh, that's when you were in the machine mode. Uh, oh, oh, full machine mode. <laughs> full machine mode right there. So, um, uh, oh, yeah, slushies were... We're flowing fantastic. So we'll hop right in. To uh, hold on, me uh, comment, Anthony. Yeah, I need to get back to the dirt track. I, I've been to dirt track races, I, so but you, yeah, yeah, you've traveled to a yeah. lot more tracks really than I have, especially these like down home tracks. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but yeah, we're we're but definitely yeah, gonna I, hit I the miss, road. I miss getting to the dirt track. It's fun. I, I want to. I, you know, I was planning this summer before all the COVID and everything happened to definitely hit Eldora. That was one of the main tracks I wanted to go see a race at this summer, but I don't know if that's going to happen now or not. <laughs> right, Anthony, or uh, Nathaniel says he never goes out of machine mode. <laughs> Fair enough. That's a valid point. That is a valid point. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh. Uh, shout out to NSRL Graveyard Motorsports finished P19 there you in go. the 24 hour Le Mans. We I, were just talking about that. <laughs> we, we were absolutely <laughs> and it just literally finished. Dave was probably just pulling in. Did you did you get the uh the final uh uh stint there the whole way? That's what I didn't want to know cuz I was telling him about like the the fuel mapping and stuff mm -hmm. to kind of save a little fuel stuff like that. So hopefully he was able to uh to make it out there all righty but uh yeah so it, uh um, NSRL, those Graveyard Motorsports guys, they got it uh, done. A lot of those iRacers out there, endurance racing this weekend, obviously. Usually I'd be at it. Yeah. But uh, not this week with, uh, you know, Father's Day going on. and then. Uh, well, and I think what you did last night, was not knocking iRacing, but no, I'd much was, rather be at the track oh, than yeah. iRacing. Yeah, that was uh, uh, memories that will last forever there with uh, my uh, – my daughter and me. So, yep, he said that helped. Good, good, good. They got the whole way. The okay, whole so sit. Anthony He's, says that's on mine and Rennie's bucket list, but there's a catch to this. Rennie wants me to run a car there. <laughs> that that would be cool. That would yeah. be super cool. <laughs> she wants to run a car, so she's, that's that's her goal. Is She wants to get in there sometime. Legend. And, put, her, uh, put her in a legend. She, I, I, man, I could see her in a quarter midget. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But let's talk about midget racing real quick. Okay, let's uh, talk about it because you, uh, you went last night. I got a love for dirt now. That was your first dirt race, wasn't it? First live dirt race, okay. yeah. Okay. So, uh, uh, Indiana Dirt Midget Week going on. I have been following all week long. I know if anybody knows dirt, they know what hat I'm wearing. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's pretty obvious there. 
You're, and, you're kind of popped in in the middle there. They're going to poke it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll get. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. There's major. There there yeah. we go. There. Now you can see the logo. <laughs> so, uh, uh, and I had Addison pick. It's like, all right, which, I know I'm getting a hat. You just tell me where where to go because we'll, we'll pick somebody right now. And she pointed to him, and uh, it was even uh, Mrs. Larson out in the uh, uh, booth Super selling. Stand. Yep. Sling. Okay, so I have to ask. Cause I, you know, I've been to other races and bought merchandise stuff. What that hat cost you at the at the dirt track? Twenty five. That's not bad. No, not no, bad. not at all. Cause I mean, you you look at that hat right there that you're wearing, and it's probably what thirty, thirty five. Actually, I got it for twenty five too, cause I found a, 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 a discount, discount on Fanatics. Well, there, yeah, I'm, I'm not searching for discounts. Right. I'm at the track. You know what? And and we'll go there because, I mean, you you talk about um, a value, man. The the concessions weren't expensive. I mean, not not what I expected. Um, you have something like this. I figured it was going to be thirty thirty five bucks. Right. Um, so really, to get in then twenty five dollars. I mean, not a bad uh, uh, deal. No. At the uh, the dirt track. And it's a dip, it's a different atmosphere. Oh, it I is. mean, because you you go to like. Uh, We'll take Indy, for instance, or, or even the Brickyard or, you know, a NASCAR IndyCar race, something like that. You know, you go to those races, uh, people are there to watch the race, but you have a lot of people there to party for the race. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So where when you go to like a dirt race like that, they're there to watch it. I mean, yeah, of course, yeah. they're they're drinking some beers probably oh, at yeah. the concession stand, but for the most part, they're there to see a race. <laughs> That's what Dad and I were laughing about because, uh, man, people that go to the concession stand, they come back with a cooler. And the cooler is a, a, a bag of ice. Yeah. <laughs> and they got their beers yeah. in there. And they go. How awesome is that? Yeah, I know. They get it. And they get it. Yeah. Like, they don't joke around. It's down there. And uh, they're not going down for another run there. But uh, just great racing uh, th this week overall. But last night, fantastic uh, racing in Lawrenceburg. There is, you, you talk about, like, you see it on TV. We've played it on uh, iRacing there. We, we've ran them. Um, but man, you go there, you see it live and control awesome. chaos. It's like, awesome. Whoo, both. I mean, all three of us, I mean, even Addison at one point, like I look over dad's got, he's over there going, <laughs> Addison's over there going, <laughs> and then I catch myself going, <laughs> so, I mean, it's you, you've captivated three generations all in that, that little area. And I, I can't go and say just really I think it'd be cool to uh, to judge the uh not really judge but rate if you will the uh the tracks because man I would give that uh, a solid seven and a half at eight out of ten there because I mean your your facilities are nice yep. the and and what dad was saying somebody was telling him is the casino had put a lot of money into that facility which I could see because you're you, gonna you're gonna attract people into the races <laughs> and then they're gonna oh, what's there to do let's go right to across casino. the street there's a casino exactly smart very smart absolutely so a uh, really nice facility um the nice concessions like i said and, and a f affordable little uh yeah it's cheaper than a night at the movies oh yeah i mean it really is if you got a big family because all my kids get in for free okay so break it down then so it was uh, Indiana Midget Week, but they also had uh, 410 wingless sprint cars running last night, too. Yeah, and they've been running with the uh, midgets all, right. all week there. Right. So uh, just really fun. to they, Like they were saying, you, you got Sprint Week that uh, comes 
you know, later this this year. But midget week, they were saying the value, the bang for your buck, getting to watch the four tens, yeah, and the uh, the the midgets, yeah. You're getting some good race, and boy, oh boy, man, that did not fail last night. It was really, really fun to uh, to watch those out there, and and I mean, <laughs> I hate to say this, but Dad got nailed in between the legs with a piece with a of dirt. With a piece of dirt. Oh, man. I see him jump like five feet up in the air. The, the, the bionic man can jump five feet in the now air. Now he can. <laughs> and I see him holding like his hands between his legs the rest of the night. I said, what are you doing? He's like, I'm blocking myself. <laughs> I got hit. That, that or when you're sitting there, I always love because like uh, whether if you go to a speed drum or a dirt track or something and – you know, holding your beverage, whatever it might be. And if you're sitting kind of close to the track, oh, yeah. you, you can look, look down. down at one point. And if you're at the dirt track, you can see a dirt residue in your beverage. Oh. Or if you're at, like, speed drum, you can see little black dots <laughs> from I the made, asphalt. Yep. I made the uh, the bad mistake there of um, uh, I, I go to the concession scene, you know, getting everything, and I come back with nachos, and I realize, oh, this is bad. I got to yeah. finish out these EPs. <laughs> you got to start from down. Look at the cheese, man. <laughs> it's got a uh, layer of dirt on top of the cheese. I was like, yeah, screw it. It's mostly cheese there. <laughs> right. Mix it up. You'll be good. Exactly. So, no, just, I, I, and I, I, I know I, I waited way too long, uh, but uh, I, I won't wait wait nearly that long again to uh, to go back to a dirt track. Here. Yeah. Hopefully just a couple weeks here, and I'll be back there. So, uh and I've been wanting to go because i uh, got a friend of mine that I used to race RC cars with, uh, Tim Creech. Mm-hmm. He races sprint cars, and he's at uh, Link- he runs Lincoln Park a lot and Gas City and stuff like that. I was so going to say, I think I saw or heard that name this week. I think he, he's he been might running have been, He week, might have yeah. been at Lawrenceburg. I don't so, know. Yeah, that was uh, just just really, like I said, really good race. They go four wide. Oh yeah, in those midgets, man, and uh, and and that track's and then when they not catch huge. the ruts. Oh, and, the, and the gets you all get, kind like, of whoop. where we <laughs> whoop where we were. You couldn't see like the the cars when they'd come right around us. So you saw Larson every now and then because he was hitting this rut in the in turn one there, like none other. And it seemed like it was just him getting in this area. But you'd see the top of his car just go, poop, and then he'd cut it down. And then just his line, you can tell his driving right now. And, and this is where I really want to talk to someone that has watched dirt midgets and, and sprints and stuff like that a lot more than I have because I'm just coming into the game, really. But how does Clawson compare to Larson? Because from what I heard, Clawson was the he was the deal. Clawson, he, he was the real deal. Yeah, when Clawson it came to could that. drive, man. I mean, he he was <coughs> like like we've talked on the show before. He was what I would call a racer. I mean, he would hop in anything and drive the wheels off of it. But I, I don't I don't know if you could say that who's better in that you know between Larson and Clawson because Larson's damn good himself. Oh, he's on fire right now. So I. I don't think I could pick. I don't Larson. think I could pick between the two. And and, and that's what it's it, that's what's awesome to see is these guys two separate style of driving. I mean, you've got Clawson who was good in Indy car. He was a, yeah. a good open wheel driver. You've got Larson, fantastic open wheel on dirt. But man, you can wing a stock car around. I mean, you you do a great job over there. So. Which I bet Larson could hop in an Indy car and wheel it, too. Oh, I'm, I'm sure he could, absolutely. But, uh, 
Um, that just shows you that you bring these guys together on dirt. So we were talking about it before. So here this week, uh, he wasn't there last night, obviously, because he's got Dega. But uh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., has been out at uh, Indiana Midget Week throwing that midget around. Yep. I think he said it was like the first time in 13 years maybe he's, he's been, been top here. five. Exactly. And he's throwing it down in a top five each week. But it, you you do see at that point just the, the competition level of the podium and the rest of the field. I mean, you got the Thorson's been – Tanner Thorson's been really good this week. Yep. Um, he, he's been doing a great job. Didn't hear much about Rico, though. Rico's not been doing that hot. No. Uh, you, you know, usually he takes these Indiana yeah, tracks. That's, a, that's and does a, a, a popular name and a popular driver that you hear a lot about, and he really hasn't showed up for Indiana Midget Week. No, no, not really. So Thorson, I think, has been the most consistent outside of Larson, obviously. Larson, yes. you can't say – you, anything i agree jason i'd love to see that too what's that the uh he said I'd larson love to see larson Indy Indy i just saw that yeah yeah i think that would and you know morning, what? daniel that's one thing that that's ganassi could pick him up there because uh ganassi I, I runs know, honda i don't know if ganassi, <laughs> be, ganassi would go back into that with kyle larson I, I, i'm with you there I but don't know if he that's would. a honda not a not it a is Chevy. but at the same time i mean you could see um I'm drawing blank now. Um, Carlin. Yes. I mean, Carlin. Yeah. I mean, you could see like a Carlin Boing. or somebody like that picking him up and giving him a shot. Yeah, absolutely there. So uh, it could uh, very well happen there. Thank you, Nick, for the happy Father's Day. You as well, sir. And yeah, Kokomo, would. that's where they're going to end tonight. It'll be... Uh, tonight. Uh, yep, the final is Man, uh, in Kokomo. That was such a far drive, I'd go. It's really not that far. It's an hour. Yeah, but some of us have to get up and go to work tomorrow. Well, yeah, and fair enough there. Yeah, I, I didn't think of that there because, uh, uh, yeah, it's not so much the the going there. It's right, the coming back. Right. But really, I mean, Lawrenceburg, if you're in Indianapolis, the the main area here, that that was not a bad drive. So That's like, uh, not, not to start to interrupt. No. Um, speaking of dirt tracks, though, if you ever get a chance, and I'm pretty sure they still run over there, uh, Springfield, Illinois. It's like the fairgrounds right there. They got a mile dirt oval. Oh, wow. And I've seen midgets and sprint cars over there. And you talk about flying. <laughs> midgets coming by. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just screaming. That's what, too, is like when you're watching those 410s, man, it's like. They're honking. Oh, absolutely. Like, there was one guy coming down the straight, and he was trying to catch him. And I told Dad, I was like, man, that thing was howling, right? There was. Yeah. <laughs> you could I hear love it. As he it. got on it in turn four there. But, uh, but to, to not to keep going back to it, but uh, uh, Addison, when she got hit, she was sitting like in between Dad and I. Like, so Dad was below her. I was here and she was here. So we could block her pretty well from the flying dirt, but every now and then she'd get a hit. She had goggles on, but she'd get hit in the arm and she'd go, ow, and hit me. <laughs> but, you know, here, here's what I like about the whole, you know, story of you going out, down there or over there. You know, you took Addie, and then that's one of the first things I asked you this morning, how did Addie like it? 
Tommy's like, she loved it. Oh, yeah. That's great. I mean, you know, getting her into enjoying racing at a young age like that, and then Charlie and Graham is going to be the same way. So, oh, yeah. Gra you know, Graham, you if it wasn't for Flying Dirt, yeah. man, he would have, I would have taken him because he loves racing. Like, if yeah. I'm in here even, he'll go over there and watch. If I'm broadcasting one, he'll sit on the chair and just watch him race. And that's <laughs> awesome. I mean, he you know, does. that's how we got started. You know, our dad's taking us to a race. You exactly. Know? And, and you continue to do that. <laughs> And that's what keeps racing alive for generations. Right. So let's talk about Father's Day. Let's, let's talk about it. dads getting us into it. What was your favorite race that you ever went to with your dad? Uh, I would have to say my very first race. It's when uh, my dad went out and he bought a, a brand new Enduro cart and uh, two McCullough uh, motors. And when I say McCulloughs, they were actually McCullough-like chainsaw motors. But, you know, they ran them on carts. And it was the IRP. They ran the the road course out there, and and Dad was racing it, starting the back of the pack. But that was my first racing experience of seeing my dad on the track. So yep. I, I'd have to say that was my favorite. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Well, I think uh, my favorite was when we went out to uh, Whiteland for the first time in the the cart, and I just remember him laughing his rear end off when I went around that hairpin about twenty miles per hour too fast and. It's funny, I was like, you realize you got to slow down there, yeah. right? It's like, yeah, I do now. Yeah. <laughs> I get it now, but my eyes were probably that big. And But uh, outside of that, obviously, uh, it, it's hard not to say the, the first 500 they took me to. And that's what Addison uh, is the same age as I was when I went to my first 500. And I told Dad, I was like, there's no way. I would take her to a 500 at this age just because where we sit, I mean, we're up there. She went to the bathroom three times yesterday. Yeah, that, so would, that would be. I would have missed half the race. Like, thank God for heat races and everything like that because we were able to to just miss a little bit of the action here. And, and, and that's another nice uh, part about going to, you know, a dirt race or something like that. You know, it's, <laughs> it's quick. It's, it's not a 500-mile race no. that you're just sitting there the whole time. So, you know, you got – a heat race okay then they grid up for the next one so you got time to go to the concession stand or go to the bathroom or it, it's kind of more relaxed you know what i'm saying right <laughs> yep so uh that is uh uh a uh a solid one there it's uh and then uh um i mean last night it's it's hard not to say that one as well I mean, we just had a blast. It was my, he was there, my dad, it was me and Addison. So yeah, that, was, that had uh, to be a great experience. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. You know, and that's something that, you know, years later, how we're sitting here talking about this, Addie will be telling her friends or somebody, Hey, you know, this is my first I, race. My yeah. first race. My dad took me to Lawrenceburg and we watched midgets and sprint cars on the dirt track. Right. <laughs> absolutely. So that's, that's a, that's a pretty good memory to have. I gave her a little camera, like, uh, the, the little, uh, like GoPro mm -hmm. style thing. And so I let her like video some of the stuff and things like that. So, have to put that footage up on the yeah, page. exactly. Get a, get a little uh, insider of what a five year old is seeing out at the uh, the dirt track there. So uh, that yeah, I don't know about that, Caleb. He 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 kind of he's slow sometimes. What do you say? <laughs> oh, you'll get it out of it. Oh, Dan, yeah. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time, buddy. Uh, and by the way, we forgot to mention when we started off the show. You can uh, check us out on YouTube, live streaming on YouTube now. That's so, true, uh, yeah. 
Yep, absolutely. Not just I'm, Facebook. I'm pretty pumped about that. <laughs> right, yeah. Two two places right. now. We are, look at us, move, moving on up. Moving on up. Everybody, we're moving on up. A fish don't fry in the kitchen. A beans, beans don't, don't burn, burn on the grill. grill. <laughs> Took a whole lot of trying <laughs> just to get up that hill. I wouldn't say we're up in the big leagues yet. We're, we're getting We're, we're like <laughs> triple A, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so we'll. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything. But but going back to the to midget week. So Kyle Larson won again last night. Yeah, and, and when you saw uh, Chris Windham beat him at Lincoln Park on Friday, right? I looked over. Or I was talking to, to Anthony. I texted him and I said, I, I almost guarantee Larson takes this now because he's got a fire under his rear end. He's not going to get beat. It's going to be hard to beat him even tonight at Kokomo, I think. Well, like we were talking before the show started, uh, I think it was like Wednesday and Thursday night, Larson started 14th and 15th, I believe, in the features in both of those nights and come up through the field, which the one night, I won't necessarily say he got lucky, but there was a, a late race caution, so it bunched the field back up, so right. it, it gave him a better shot. Yep. But, I mean... He was just blowing through the field like it was nothing. Yeah, I think it was, what, uh, Tuesday? Yeah, I might have this wrong here. No, it was Wednesday night he started uh, um, 14th. Thursday night he started 15th. Right. And he wins both of those. Right. It's like, dang, dude, that's that's a, that's a hard field to come through. I mean, these guys are going four yeah, wide. That's a wall. I mean, you can't go anywhere then You're, you're taking four wide. You're taking some of the, the best midget drivers in the country out here. And Larson's just going out and just annihilating the field. He really is. He, I mean, really is doing a uh, a great. Uh, and that last night, though, that's kind of what happened as well. As uh, the I think a yellow flag with maybe eight laps left bunched the field together, and then Larson was able to. And he was catching up a little, but uh, uh, the leader man, I, I can't remember who was out in front then, but. Uh, um, he got going, and his pole off the exit just was getting Larson. Larson would catch him in the corners, but just couldn't get the momentum to get around him there. And Larson was trying different lines. That's the, Like I said, that's where you really see the difference is Larson's moving all over is, the track trying to find what's working. And there's a lot of these guys that they get comfortable to that top side, and they want to stick to that top side there. Nothing against that. I but, think it was uh, Wednesday night when he got the late race caution and won. But uh, he's taking that. If you if you watched him when he was coming in the turns that night, these guys were coming in. And it's not like they were parking it, but the way that Larson was coming in the turn, it made it look <laughs> like they were parking it. Because I mean, he was flying so fast and slinging it down low. Yep. I mean, his slide job he was pulling was insane. And I then mean, when he gets, was, when he brings it to the top, the momentum and to get it the was crazy. It's yeah. like wow. Yeah, that's it looks just so good there. And real fast, uh Anthony said Rennie just said uh Tommy didn't tell you all. She's not gonna just drive, she wants to wrench on her own machine. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Absolutely. So Timez, he's saying is gonna be good. He's been good all week as well, yeah. really. I mean he's been fast. You you can't um, count him out. Like I said, these these are the best of the best in midgets and and, and Larson's just he he's in he's in another level right now. Lasers had a a decent week. He's just been caught up in some uh, unfortunate incidents there, and I I want to say he was caught up in one yesterday as well. And 
man, you get caught up in a couple of these incidents come when the, you're you're nailing out uh, races throughout the entire week. Hey, that gets unfortunate. Your your crew that can really uh, wear on a crew. I'm sure it wears on your crew. It wears on your car. I mean everything. Right. I mean you got to figure you're you're out here beating on these cars for you know qualifying practice qualifying at least one heat if you advance to the feature in your heat. If not, you're running a a last chance qualifier to make the main, and then you're running the main too. So you do that, and then guess what? The next night. You're going to do all that again. So, I mean, they're, they're beating on the drivetrain. I mean, everything about that car. And, and and that's also keeping that you don't get any accidents either. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's a, it takes a lot to get through Midget Week. <laughs> I can only imagine. There's a lot of energy drinks, a lot of uh, kind of like a endurance race. I mean, we were talking uh, the 24-hour race of uh, Le Mans, whether yeah. it's our racing or something. You, you're you're up a lot of that. You're you're really pushing a, a long time. But at the end of the 24 hours, you get to go to sleep. These guys have a whole week and, and a lot of travel, too, because, yeah. I mean, heck, they, it, it didn't seem – and I'm not judging USAC here because I'm sure it was track availability, stuff like that. But, to, I mean, they, they drove from – Gas City to Lawrenceburg to Kokomo, and, or, and, and, and then well, Lincoln, Lincoln Park. Park before Lawrenceburg. Right, so it, it was kind of it, it, you're you're kind of tossing yeah, these guys you would think all they over. Kind of string them out a little bit they, better. Perrigan was where it started. Right, so that is down north. by is, is that it? north? No, no, that's I thought that's what it was. That, Perrigan South, exactly. That's like. Uh, uh, Martinsville area, not too far from Martinsville. Somewhere I don't think. down there, and. Uh, um, and so then I mean, it just uh, kind of a lot of bouncing around, it seems. Yeah. But it, like I said, it, it was probably track availability when you're trying to smash six races into seven days. I'm sure uh, Blooming, uh, Bloomington wasn't able to open the track up. So that's why you saw Lincoln Park run two nights in a row there. So okay, uh, they kind of. I got, wondered why they wouldn't uh, ran Lincoln Park two nights in they, a row. They they probably really <laughs> felt uh, they were probably okay with that because for a minute there they got to uh, uh, <laughs> just stay in a place yeah. and, and relax. Go back there. to the hotel and chill, and then they, come yeah, back. I the think next mo- day. most of those guys I think would take their their traveling in those motorhomes because there was loads of motorhomes there yesterday. I'm sure the majority of them are, but you know you got some of the smaller team right. guys that yeah, don't yeah, have they don't motor have homes, so. Right, absolutely, they might have a jeep. <laughs> so, but no, I I can't stress enough if you haven't been out to just your local track. I mean that's yeah. a that's a local track experience, and that's something I want to really document a lot for more us is. we have the speed drum locally right we don't have a dirt track locally uh there's plenty around us yeah i think the closest one to us would be what probably gas city uh or bloomington or bloomington yeah i'd say gas city's probably closer though Perrigan, if that's if i'm correct where that is being uh because where's gas city there i'm trying to think that's in between like Terre Haute and here no gas city's uh out east uh or out by anderson in it okay See, I, yeah, I was thinking uh, uh, they do have. I wonder why they didn't run uh, since Bloomington. Uh, I wonder if Terre Haute was uh, open. Probably could have ran I Terre Haute. The action tractor. That's a, I've been there. That's a good track. I, to that's, watch. I've heard that's a, that'll be another one that I really want to go to here in the uh, the future. Yeah, that's that's a that's a fast track. So we talked about uh, we was at fifty percent capacity and it was packed. Yeah, we talked about that earlier. How people are saying fifty percent capacity, and it's 
I think elbow little, to elbow. Yeah, I think it was a little more than 50. Somebody was like, eh, maybe more like 75%. Because the bleachers where I was, like I said, we were spread out over there. But the uh, the grandstands were pretty. Uh, but how are you really gonna there. how are you really gonna gauge that? I mean, do you do you just come in and say, okay, our capacity's three hundred people, so we're only gonna have one hundred and fifty tickets here. Okay, so when you sell them one hundred and fifty tickets, and there's still another eighty people standing there, you're just gonna tell them, sorry, you can't come in. Well, and see, I think a lot of it it was done online before, so I don't know if they were really selling tickets at the gate. I could be wrong there. But I think a lot of it was pre-sale, so you couldn't come to the gate and get a ticket, which might be the way of the future. You might not be able to get a ticket at the gate there. I I'm, I think after all this, well, there there is going to be a lot of changes. We're 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 going to see our our normal way of life will never be the same again. But uh, hey, as long as we can go to the racetrack and uh, hang out with friends, family, kiddos, I'm I'm good. Right. Even though we probably won't see an Indy 500 this year. Yeah, I still I'm, think I'm, that's... I'm thinking that's not going to happen. <laughs> that Every week we we continually like, well, maybe this... this maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah. I, I, don't, I really don't think it's going to happen because if, um, if no spectators, they're not going to run it because I'm sorry with the Indy 500... That that's part of the race is the spectators, the crowd. I mean, that's that's what makes the Indy 500. Well, right, and I mean, on top of that, I don't think Penske can afford to pay the the purse if no. you're not selling tickets. No. So I think that's a big part of it there as well. And we'll go ahead. And well, hop. I'm sure he could still write a check for the purse. Ooh, that'd be a, a steep one to to go through the 33 drivers and pay the, those. Oh, Raj ain't hurting. <sighs> wow, he would be after that. He'd be feeling it after that one. That wouldn't be a small check to cash. Let's uh, hop into IndyCar, though. Let's do that. Um, unfortunate news here is uh, Zanardi in a biking accident. He's got that uh, hand bike, and uh, he was out in Italy, I guess, uh, exercising there and yeah. involved in an accident. He's in stable condition, um, but uh, not out of the uh, not out of the woods not, yet. Yeah, exactly. And so, it's a shame because, I, I mean— Zanardi was one of my favorite drivers in IndyCar back in the day because he was just he was a, a a natural talent man. I mean, he could get in that car and just he did things in that car that people couldn't do. I mean, and then he got in that accident and lost both his legs, but did that stop him? No, he ran a uh, 24 hours of Daytona this year. Right. I mean, and you and you watched him, it was cool cuz they come in for the pit stops. He'd hop off the wall and hop on his in there and yep. and get it done. So, yep. you know, <laughs> there's where there's a will there's a way if you have the drive and determination you can you can overcome just about anything and still you know live your dreams and and complete your goals and and alex zanardi's proof of that absolutely and that's so, kind of uh um like i mean like you said man how much is this guy gonna have yeah. to go through yeah. in life i mean poor guy but he's still fighting so uh like i said stable condition just uh i mean kind of uh, a little public service announcement. Just watch out for those bikes. Watch out for the motorcycles. Watch out for the kids. It's it's getting warmer out here, so just be careful when we're driving out there. It's- hey, and speaking of IndyCar, Whiteland Raceway Park had a, a special guest Friday night. I didn't. They they posted. I saw Asher post the picture, and I was like, who is that guy? He's not yeah, in a he suit. Wasn't in he a does, suit and tie is that like Doug Bowles, Hillbilly Twin right, or something? Right. He's in jeans and a T-shirt. What is that? Yeah, Doug Bowles was down at Whiteland <laughs> Raceway Park Friday night, and uh, our little buddy Asher was down there racing and, and got his first podium finish. Took a podium. P3. Yeah. Good job, buddy. Absolutely. Yeah, congrats there. 
That is awesome, especially you know, uh, a first season uh, where you, you're really just trying. It's just a learning experience, exactly. And he's got so he, he's learning so many different tracks. He's got uh, a lot he's taking in, so that's awesome to see him just uh, really progressing there and just. Uh, uh, being happy with what yeah. what he's finishing there because he, he's finishing now. Yep. That was yep. that was his thing is Whiteland, you know, that kind of – and I'm sure it, 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 it defeated him, him last time. Exactly. And last night he went down there and defeated it. Exactly. Which, uh, you know, and he's been running a lot at Newcastle. And what I like about Newcastle is you don't run the same track configuration every week. They always change it. So, you know, he's learning to drive new lines and everything week in, week out. And, you know, his mom and dad's taking him practicing a lot, which yep. is good. And and like we've talked before, that's just all you need to do right now is don't don't worry about results or any of that stuff. Get out there, turn laps, you know. Uh, your, your your parents are, are learning how to <coughs> turn all the different wrenches on the cart and, you know, and tune it and stuff yep. like that. So it's a learning process for all you guys. And it's not going to happen overnight. That's, no, that's but it's, something it's, that, you know, takes a while. It's awesome to it is. to watch them get kind Bro. of, uh, exactly, yeah, all there together. Mm-hmm. So uh, hop on over there as always and, and check out what they got cooking up there. Is, I'm sure he's going to be out somewhere today. If not, uh, maybe taking it down the street. I don't know. Do you that. see him taking it down the street yeah. there? <laughs> I used to do that, but dad, it, <laughs> dad uh, wasn't too fond of, like, the neighbor people caring too much because people would float down that street anyways. He's like, man, just be careful. Yeah, I never I was took like, mine okay. down the street. Oh, I'd got it haul. Well, par- partially <laughs> because it the- was a drag strip for me, man. Partially because the neighborhood I grew up in. If I took it down the street, it may not be there tomorrow morning when I'm, I wake up. So. I'm with you. I, I, have you been to mom and dad's? Have you seen? So we just had, and at this point, it wasn't the, the other edition. Like that new edition wasn't connected, I don't believe. It was just the new circle. New edition. At the, well, Mr. Telephone <laughs> Man. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's, not, uh, it's not new anymore, but that's what I say. It, uh, um, no race today, but they do have a show tonight. Yeah, they didn't do the show last week because he was zonked. <laughs> I bet you that wears him out. It, yeah, but yeah, dude, Dad just we just used to full throttle that bad boy down there. Whoa! <laughs> it was yeah, that was fun stuff right there. So when you got down and where you needed to turn, you make sure you were clear and you <laughs> give it a nice little spin there. So I I cook some tires on the street there. Take it out there. Burn it up, Asher. Burn, Burn it, it up. up. <laughs> pra- practice your uh, victory Watch burnout. For, exactly. Watch out for cars. That's Because, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, they're not always watching out for you. Uh, you're, you're a little lower due to the ground than, than most people are used to see. So, uh, back to IndyCar. Uh, Iowa's going to allow fans. They are, yep. So, uh, so I think, obviously, I, I didn't see, like, what limitations, obviously, because uh, we saw Taudega, like, NASCAR today. We'll allow five thousand people in, um, so it'll look like with normal. masks. Taudega. I, you know, I didn't see anything about. I, I can't imagine, and I could be wrong, but five thousand people um, at Taladega, you should be able to spread out. A, right, exactly. <laughs> like unless you're going to pack all five thousand right there at section. the start finish line. Right. Which and that, would that wouldn't surprise me. Ludicrous. Just so it looks like, hey, look, we ludicrous. got five thousand people. So and. Uh, um, uh, yeah, yeah. That's I. I just don't know because I mean, five thousand people spread out it ain't gonna look like nothing. No, 
It's really yeah. not. So it'll be interesting. But at least, like we said, I mean, we're starting to come back to some some normalcy here. We'll go back to the, the Talladega deal here in a minute. But uh, uh, another kind of, and I, I, I needed to do a little more reading on this, but there's automatic entry now. So to the champion that wins that uh, USF or the pro pro uh, so kind of like automatic promotion exactly into the the next series and i don't know exactly the like i said the back end of how it works what team you flow into which i i agree with that and i think that's the way it should be because uh a lot of other forms of racing like if you're in the the feeder series or so-called rookie series or whatever and if you win that championship you automatically have to bump up right into the next level because they won't allow you to race in that series anymore, which which is smart, you know. And you, you, to me, it's um, you don't want a guy that's won the championship and just stays down that series and beating up on people because he can win the championship. You know, yeah, okay. If you want a championship, you need to bump up and see what you can do there. Right, and then if you if you can't do it there, that's where they they figure out you're not right. Maybe you know sports cars or uh, uh, go karts. I mean, you know, you need to to go back because at that point and you, sports cars not a bad gig to have because I would love to drive a sports car. Right, yeah. When when we say that, it's not. But there's just a lot more seats. I think, yes. in that in that uh, area there. So. Uh, um, I, th- I think it'll be uh, interesting to watch here as they are still running this year. Um, Indy Lights is not, so um, that road to Indy is still going to keep turning. The wheel's going to keep on turning. <laughs> We're getting it on today. Rolling, <laughs> rolling, rolling on the river. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, so we'll, we'll hop on back to the, uh, the fan deal and, uh, the, the current situation going on in NASCAR and not to, to harp on the, the, how did he say it? The pen, pen epidemic, pandemic, <laughs> the pen, the pandemic, <laughs> the, the pandemic here, but, uh, uh, I haven't seen him in a while on or anything. I know, I know. He's kind of like <laughs> disappeared. It, he's probably doing uh he's getting his real race car ready. We're going to have to That's get true. out to Tennessee and have to watch him wheel it here. I'm down. Um, Road trip. Exactly. I'm down. Um. But uh, um, Haas has two uh, cases confirmed. Yes, and Penske has one. So, and that's on the NASCAR side of things. Right, it's not on the IndyCar right. side. Right. So at, at this point, though, uh, I mean, these guys were in their shops. I don't think they're they're forced to wear masks close quarters. Uh, I mean, they're in close quarters with each other for eight hours. At at, at what point does it? is it spreading across i guess and at what point is nascar gonna have to say you know what we're gonna yep, have to we're shutting it back down exactly so uh, i i mean if and i can see it happening i mean because if, if you're getting i understand it's only what three people that have been reported so far but you know if those three people have come in contact with 30 other people uh, probably at least two out of those 30 are going to catch it so it's just a, a domino effect it's going right. to keep so yeah I, at some point you just have to say hey look you know we, we tried but we, we gotta you know keep our employees and crews and everything like that safe so right. 
we got to shut it down. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, I mean, uh, obviously NASCAR is going to keep an eye on that. They'll they'll be uh, watching going forward um, at at what will happen. And but but okay. So and not to get off subject, but does NASCAR and IndyCar and a lot of these racing teams start talking about implementing what the NBA was talking about? Have you heard about that? Where they have to wear like some kind of ring? Oh yeah, it, they and don't it, have to. They're not. It's optional. Right. But they, it, they, it'll, it it'll, takes their temperature. Right. It constantly monitors them. So, is is that what we're gonna have to go to to make sure everybody stays safe? I mean, at this point, we don't know. We yeah, we, we, we we really don't know how to contain it. You know, eliminate it, cure it. There, there's really no answers right now. No, and uh, we and NASCAR was doing a really good job. It looked like, yeah, at uh, really trying to uh, contain and, and even control. though I thought the interviews were always kind of, it's like, yeah, that's weird. Like stealing a stick. Yeah, when they'd <laughs> win, and then you're standing out there on the start finish line. You're like, hey, so uh, Tommy boy, nice win today. How was the car? <laughs> I'm not sure what to do with my hands. Exactly right. The car. It was really good. <laughs> slick track. <laughs> Hot slick track. But, yeah, so. Me think sponsor. <laughs> oh, goodness. But, yeah, that's, uh, uh, you know, something obviously uh, we don't want to, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be keeping an eye on. You'll be keeping an eye on but, fans. But here's my question, too. So, you know, NASCAR is only allowing – drivers crews and media at the races but yet you go to like lawrenceburg last night there was what what would you say 300 people there or more oh there's more than 300 so let's say 500 people there i'd put it more about a thousand okay so a thousand people there. i could be wrong though but yeah so there again you have a thousand people coming in contact with each other now we we don't know maybe a few days down the road somebody will hey I got COVID. Right. So, and, and if somebody does, then, you know, you have to think, you know, you had you, your dad, your daughter there. But, I, I mean, it's, what do you do? Do, do, do you stay in like a, a prisoner or do you go out and try to enjoy life and do what you can? I mean, me, I'm going to go out and enjoy it. That, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a risk taker. <laughs> I'm a risk taker. That's racing. Yeah. <laughs> That's racing there. Oh, man. So, uh, um, we got uh, NASCAR. Uh, we're at Dega today, but yeah. uh, a news before on this week: uh, Dale Jr., Mike Stefanik, and uh, Red Farmer getting into the Hall of Fame there. So uh, obviously, the big name out of those three, everybody fan favorite there, Dale Jr. Well, you uh, knew he was going to make it in. I mean, re- re- regard. But I and, and let's talk about this real quick. Is I think he deserves it. I know the the NASCAR community, I think this is where one of these, this is a 50-50 toss-up. I mean, you look down the line at arguably one of the most consistent drivers ever to run in NASCAR in a top five, top ten run. And at the same time, you did it through a changing vehicle constantly. So he was one of these guys that was able to take each of these cars and make it work for him constantly. And and if you look at the older point standing, he wins a few. 
But unfortunately, he's not in that older point standing, and he has no champions to or championships to to finish off his career. Just a, a good amount of wins and a, a load, and I mean a load of top ten, top five finishes. Who Junior? Yeah, yeah, and and just the impact that he's had on the sport. I mean. And and you could sit here and say a lot of that's because of his last name. And, and, and that did have a lot to do with it. But a lot of that he earned on his own. I mean, because after his dad passed, you know, he was still doing his thing. And, and like you said, he was, he was going through a, a series that was constantly changing cars. I mean, you know. But if it, if it would have stayed in the old style car, I agree with you. I think he would have had at least one championship, maybe right. multiple. But uh, he he's really an ambassador to the sport, right? And I think so. Yeah. How how do you not put him in the Hall of Fame? Because you do look at uh, people there, and and I do think that is is the Hall of Fame. It is a because our brothers at uh, Black and White Sports they've talked about this uh, kind of the NFL allowing more of these people into the the Hall of Fame that maybe aren't warranted. But I agree with that too. It, but here's where do. You strictly look at your performance on the track or somebody like Dale Jr., do you look at the the safety that you brought to the sport? Do you look at the, being an ambassador to the sport? Do you look at things like that to push you into I the Hall of Fame do. on top of your performance? I think you do. I think you have to look at the whole package and, and, and the impact that he's had on the sport. I mean, it's not just on track. It's off track as well. I mean, that's like uh, Mike Stefanik. I, I I mean, I don't know what he did behind scenes because, you know, a lot of these guys you don't hear about once they step out of the car, they become NASCAR tech men or, or something for a team or a spotter right, exactly. or working for a team or something like that. So just because they step out of the car doesn't mean their career is over in NASCAR. So, yeah, I, I'm not real sure what Stefanik did, you know, in years after he got out of the car. But as far as being in the car, I, I don't see that as him deserving to get into the hall of fame because i never thought he was one of those drivers that was really up here but like i said I, i'm not knocking him i i don't know all his you know accomplishments and what he has done now red farmer i definitely see why he should be in i mean he's he's old school he's one of the guys that kind of started nascar i mean he was he was <laughs> yeah, back in the moonshiner. junior johnson days yeah. <laughs> so yeah he he definitely deserves but like you said you know a lot of sports not just besides <coughs> racing, just because the guy was in the league for 15 years. Yeah, we're going to put him in the Hall of Fame. Why? He sat the bench. Right. And, and or, or, you know, he, he, he finished 30th every race. Right. So why does just because he was in the sport for a long time, he should get in the Hall of Fame? No, to me, the Hall of Fame is people that, you know, really impacted the sport or multi-time champions or you know somebody like that you know you're you're the upper echelon of the sport right and that's the only people that should be in the hall of fame yep no and, and i agree with that but and i think so scott schroeder asked he deserves it he says but did he deserve a first bout and i think where his ambassadorship his uh um innovation that his, he brought to name. the sport well yes yes and no but his name here's here's my view on his name. Did his name get him into the Hall of Fame? No. But what got him into the Hall of Fame with his name is the fact that 
he never didn't go without the equipment. Oh, yeah. He stepped into NASCAR with equipment. He has always had something to win a title with. Yes. I mean, there's no question about that. Not many people are given that opportunity. No, he's always had a legit race car ready to go. I mean, anytime he was on the track. Um, it Was he his dad, though? No. No. I mean, there's no, no. question about that. He, he wasn't as good as his dad. But now, now, I will say as far as restrictor plate races. He's one of the best ones. I would say he was just as good as his dad, if not better. Oh, I think he was better than his dad at restrictor plate because races. Because his dad used to say that he could see the air flowing and moving around the car. And and I think Junior could too. And you know, not saying they really can see the air or whatever. They feel it much better there. But I mean, Junior had that knack just like his dad for restrictor plate races. He yep. knew what that car was going to do and and what hole to go to and and who to suck up on, you know, and he he was probably in our era or today's era or yesterday whatever era you want to call Junior in, he was the best restrictor plate racer on the track. Oh, and I would find it hard to believe in the restriction plate age that he's not the best. I mean, you look at Denny Hamlin, you're you're one of the greats too. But you're when Junior was out there, you were getting beat by Junior. Yeah, I, yeah and that's why on the restriction plate race, have you ever noticed there in the in the last few years of Junior's career, you didn't see a lot of guys wanting to work with him. They they would work Heck with him no. for a little bit, and then they'd hang him out. <laughs> yeah, because they don't knew want if him. he was up towards the front. Yeah, top five. He top was eight. probably going to win. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's some of the 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 best races I think I can ever remember seeing is some of these restrictor plate races when Junior would restart a green white checkered in eighth, and win it. It, yeah, it's like, how did you do that? Where did you put the car, dude? There was two lanes. I didn't see you come through either of them. Like I said, he just knew where to be. And absolutely, was, I mean, it's like it was insane. His his situational feel for yeah. restrictor plate races. Absolutely, and, and I think you bundle that all together. That's where, though, like I said, having that equipment at the beginning of your your career that helped you become that first ballot Hall of Famer. That helped yeah. you be so consistent throughout your entire career there. But like I said, at the end of the day, your last name did not help you adjust to those changes in the car. Your last name didn't help you because you, your dad... His last name gave him opportunities. Absolutely. But your dad, he, was he an ambassador for the sport? 100%. Was he the same style of ambassador to the sport as you were? Nope. No. Not at all. They, they were completely different people. Right. So, I mean, to me, if... Junior was, he, I never met him, but to me, he seems like he's a real just humble guy. Absolutely. And down to earth. I mean, you know, and not saying his dad wasn't, but but his dad just had that different demeanor. You know, his dad was just kind of like laid back and... But let's talk about this real quick, because nobody ever talks about his dad. He had the last name when he got into the sport. You look at his dad. And he was a fantastic driver. Yeah. I mean, so it, nobody ever looks at Senior, really, as being given those opportunities where I think, you know. He really didn't get given many opportunities, though. He really had to earn his way into those rides. I mean, because uh, I'm trying to think the first ride he was with. Uh, I, don't, what, I don't think it was with Junior Johnson. I don't remember who it was with, but they didn't. It wasn't the best ride, and then, uh, and you know, and early on, 
him and Waltrip hated each other. Him and uh, Daryl. Oh yeah, they they were they were not friends at <laughs> no, all. No, he was buddies with Rusty and uh, um, Neil uh, Bonnet. Yeah, Neil, Neil Bonnet was like his best friend, and then uh, over the years, <laughs> him and Waltrip kind of you know, I guess as they got older, kind of got along and stuff like that. But uh, I, I mean, to me, Earnhardt's always going to be my favorite driver in NASCAR. Oh, absolutely! I, mean, I think he he'll stack up as as just one of his hop. And uh, to go back to that Father's Day kind of uh, theme here, there's no better clip in NASCAR or uh, really in sports, really as a father son combination, than when Junior wins his first race and <laughs> Senior just oh, yeah. pushes everybody out of the way to get the Junior. Yeah, man, that that right there was one of the coolest. Just things in sports, and it's a father-son deal. And I'm not knocking women in this sport because, hey, if you're in it, you rock it, you do it. But I mean, up until then, it was really a it was a male dominant sport, and that was a father-son combination. For uh, uh, you know, my dad was in racing, I was in racing. We talked talked about that. That was just so cool to see. It was like, man, that's a father-son dream right, right. there to go out there and. Have your dad come up to you in victory lane. You beat your dad at uh, his track. I mean, that was that was cool. That was just something really neat to see. And uh, I'm sure that you, you, if you talk to Junior, that's got to be one of his top memories. Well, you know, and, and going back to Earnhardt Sr. and just the impact he had on the sport, uh, after his accident and he died, I went out to Vegas and um, – I was in uh, the NASCAR cafe, and they had one of his cars on display, and it was all roped off and everything. Mm -hmm. But people putting letters, flowers, oh, yeah. teddy bears, they were flowing out of the car. They were putting them inside the car, and there were so many, they were flowing oh, out of the car that. onto the floor. And that's just one place. Right. So that just shows you the impact that man had on the sport. Absolutely there. And and I think, I mean, like we said, and I, that's part of why I believe that his son is part of the first ballot here is yeah. because he, you look at Senior's impact, he had a lot. But and I at, like Junior in the booth, too. You look at, he was, uh, Scott asked how many times, I think it was 13 times he was voted most popular driver. Yeah. I don't think his dad ever won that. His, or one time he did. One time. I think it was the year he died. He won most popular driver, but outside of that, it was always Bill Elliott winning that when they were racing each other. And then wasn't it Gordon after that? No, it went from Bill Elliott to Junior. Gordon, I, I don't think ever won most popular driver. Really? Now it's Chase. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I don't I, think I, I definitely thought Gordon would have won. No, because he was always with Junior. <laughs> huh? You went from Bill Elliott to as most popular driver, and then Junior was in. So, Junior, at that point, Gordon was pretty much you either loved or hated him. So, it was a half and a half split. You know what I'm saying? Where Junior, people loved him or you didn't care about him. Yeah. It, it wasn't a hate. You didn't want to see him wreck. Where Gordon, you either wanted to see him win or you wanted to – it was checkers or records with Gordon. That's what you wanted to see. I mean, I never was a Gordon fan. I always respected him as a driver. I mean, he was a great driver. I just wasn't a fan. Right. But uh, it's kind of like with Jimmy Johnson. I'm, I'm not a Jimmy Johnson fan. I, I respect his accomplishments and what he's done in the sport. I'm still not a fan. But, um, yeah, I don't even know where I was going with that. <laughs> I'm lost. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> no, that's good. There. <laughs> that's a nope. Gordon never won most popular driver. That's uh, uh, 
like yeah, he was just such a I loved or hated person there. That's he a, was, and I was a huge Gordon fan. <laughs> That, you know that if you if anybody so would, was uh our buddy jimmy curry he was a huge gordon oh fan. yeah and 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 that's kind of what we talked about there too is since gordon left i haven't really been able to it's like i get behind chase i like chase i like hendrix uh or hendrick but uh um it's just uh hard to really i, I can't i haven't found that driver yet same with uh, IndyCar since Lazier left, like I've had a few that I've liked, like Newgarden. I like him. I like Rossi, but I haven't found that that one driver. I think, like I said, Rosenquist. I'm I'm really getting behind hardcore, but uh, it, it's it's hard to to find that uh, driver that I'm really passionate about, like I used to be. I mean NASCAR. I I mean if if somebody told me right now I had to pick a driver, I I would probably go with Martin Truex Jr. Just because, you know, his ties, uh, he started out racing for DEI back mm-hmm. when they were still a, a business, which I guess they still are technically. But um, so, yeah, he, he has ties with the Earnhardts. So I, I would probably have to pick him. And I just, he seems like, you know, a good dude and just out there racing. Uh, IndyCar, you know, I, I do like Graham because I was always a Bobby Rahal fan. Would I consider Graham my favorite driver? Uh, probably not. Um, maybe Dixon, or uh, like you said, I'm 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 really into Felix. Uh, I was gonna. He is like one of the newer ones that I really feel like I can get behind. Yeah, not, I have to agree. Not only because we spoke with him, but uh, just I mean, he he's just a great overall. He seems like a great ambassador for the sport. He's excited to race. Exactly. He, he likes to race. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I, I look forward to to watching him go and move on here. But, and he uh, was set for a good result in that first race, and man, <laughs> whoopsie! Yeah, big time whoopsie. <laughs> so uh, a couple changes here to the Aero package today after what happened in uh, Daytona this year. So the Aero ducks on the front taken off. So that's going to eliminate. On the very front valance? Yep. Okay. So uh, the, I think there's two of those. Yes. Uh, so those are gone. And the reduction in the size of the throttle body. And uh, Okay, so they're going to give them, basically they're going to give them more downforce because when you take those ducks away, it's going to close that nose up. So they it's going to give them more downforce. The and then Slow with the up. smaller throttle body. So because if you left the throttle body the way it is now, you're going to give them more downforce. They're going to speed up. So now you, you give more downforce, you take away the size of the throttle body, so you're going to take away some horsepower, so it should equal out. Right, but at the same time, I mean, you're still restricted, like you're still packed up, you're still, like, but they're, they're, I think the the whole point is to keep that car on the ground uh, and avoid anything getting up in the air like uh, uh, Newman did. Um, but uh, Keselowski comes out, and he, he is one that I do like him because he'll come out and, and He'll hey, tell you how it is. Exactly. And he's saying, you know, you guys are making these small changes to the car. It's big changes when it comes to the driving. So, and remember this because no practice, nothing like that. So please, please remember this when you're making these changes is what he's saying. So uh, speaking of no practice, anything like that, originally there was supposed to be some practice, and James Davidson was actually going to drive 
in Talladega. He had a ride. He was ready to go. And NASCAR comes out, and they say, nope, not going to happen. Um, we, we can't have you out on the your first NASCAR race on a super speedway. So That's smart, though. That is smart. At the same time, I mean, you knew there's going to be limited practice. Don't don't let him do it. If you, my mind on this, and maybe I look at IndyCar as maybe too much as being the elite, but if the man can drive around the Indianapolis Motor Speedway for 500 miles, I think he's going to be okay at Talladega in a stock car. I mean, but it but it is different, though, because you're, at, getting, you're, that, right. you're getting that pack racing, and if you've never done that before... I don't think you want to. Well, the five hundred you spread out. I guess it's not like Texas. I mean, he's. <laughs> I mean, he's been in some. some I'm races not saying he hasn't, but pack racing is a different animal. I'm with you there. And you know, and, and a lot of these guys, they've never raced with him before, so they're not going to trust him. I know I wouldn't if I was a racer. I don't care if the guy has ran any cars. Like I said, pack racing is different, and if you've never been out there drafting with somebody, I'm not going to take a straight up rookie and now, come on, push me. I, I don't. You I don't want that. I don't want that. I'm with you there. Man. That or I don't want to push him. At that point, though, NASCAR should have came out at the beginning and said, "No, you can't do this. We're not going to have your first race be a super speedway without the the essential practice that you need." They should have just nixed that to begin with and not let it or even kind of go into to. Or why couldn't they have just said, "Okay, here's the deal. You can run Sunday's race if." You run the Arca series first, or, right? Yeah, do put him, do, put him in an Arca car. Then let you gotta him get out Xfinity. there and get the feel for it, right? Okay, so now now you have a little bit of feel on what's going on, how this is going to work, and you have some track time. And then, yeah, like you said, if if he could find a ride for Xfinity, go out there and run Xfinity too, right? That way, come Sunday. You got a couple hundred laps under your belt, so you should be ready. Right. No, I have to, and I'm with you there, but I just think that's kind of poor planning on uh, NASCAR's part to even come out and say they'll allow it at the beginning, knowing what's going on and everything. You should have just said no. Not going to happen right off the bat. So. Happy Father's Day, Enrique. Thank you very much. Um, uh, Haley, Justin Haley takes. Uh, I thought you were going to talk about Haley Deegan. No, <laughs> takes. Yesterday's race at Talladega, though. Excuse me. So this is a name we've seen take, what was it, Daytona last year? Mm, and I then, believe so, yes. Um, come back and then take Talladega in the Xfinity race. So maybe another superstar when it comes to these uh, restrictor plate style racing. So uh, Yeah, he seems to have it uh, down pretty good. Right. So it would be interesting to see him moving forward there. Um, Briscoe wins at homestead so i think he's really turning into uh, a solid contender here to get a ride next year's uh briscoe doing well some we've solid... talked about that I, I think you'll see uh i think you'll see briscoe come out um we'll definitely see uh Cindric. um i always forget the kid's name oh crap hold on keep talking i'll find it <laughs> but uh uh reddick last year last week speaking on uh rookies real quick a uh, phenomenal run we said yes man coming through and uh with a fourth place finish at one point i thought he was gonna can compete for the win um so we'll see if he can can really keep that up here noah gregson gregson yeah and harrison burton okay oh burton yeah absolutely yeah Burton. So yeah, you got you got. Burton might be another year in Xfinity. I could see him 
sticking maybe one more year there in Xfinity. But yeah, it, then again, how many rides are going to be open? Are, are some of these guys, they might wait for that, that bigger opportunity because um, you look down the line at the uh, the paddock and some of these drivers are, are pretty old. Well, I, I think, you know, this is Newman's last year. Uh, Jimmy Johnson's. Excuse me. I'm trying to think who else. You know Harvick's done in a couple years. Harvick's done in a couple years. Amarillo's not going to get signed back. Uh, Truex will probably be done in a a couple years. Um, I mean, so there's there's some seats that are opening up and potentially could open up. Uh, Like we've talked, I think Keselowski will take that 48 ride, and I think that um, uh, Cindric will take the Blue Deuce. Yeah. Um, so then you're going to have Logano will be the, the veteran at Penske. Then you'll have Cindric and, uh, Ryan Blaney. It's a pretty tough team right there. No, absolutely. And I think, uh, Blaney has a, a, a solid chance today. I mean, we've seen his success with, uh, um, super speedways here. He was right there at Daytona ready to, to win that one there. So he's, he's kind of like what I said about chase last year. Blaney's good. He just doesn't have that consistency. Right. Where this year, I will say Chase has been consistent. Much more. Much Chase, more. Chase has been, you know, contending for wins and top fives week in, week out. Yep. So that's that's the Chase Elliott we were looking to see. He's finally got to that. Now let's see if he can keep that momentum. Yep, absolutely. I, I agree with that there. So uh, uh, it should be uh, a good one. Like Brandon said, it'll be a crazy one today. That's oh, sure. Dega's is always crazy. <laughs> absolutely. Because this uh, is the one I'll never forget. Tony Stewart coming out and be like, maybe halfway through the the run, we could just all come out and go backwards. Right. We're, we're not done until everybody's done wrecking. Was <laughs> it just live it? Was it Talladega where um, was it Keselowski that went through the catch fence? Wasn't that Daytona? No. I, I want to say was it was Talladega. Okay, you might be right there. But, yeah, I mean, these guys, it's it gets crazy here. So, Well, like I said, it all goes back to that. I, I, I'm i just not a fan of the pack racing. We'll see if uh, what happens today with that. It'll uh, uh, definitely be interesting to watch there as uh, the the fathers. It's always funny. Dad always laughed about this. They They don't race on Mother's Day. But they race on but Father's Day. But they race on Father's Day. It's like, you better spend time with your wife here, but you're going to do what you like here. And <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of have to agree because, I mean, if if I was a racer, yeah, I want to race on Father's Day. Johnson, though, is sitting back to like, man, be, I can't wait till next Father's Day. I just get to put my feet up and relax. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's the guys like that. Gordon right now is probably enjoying this morning like, oh, Wow breakfast in bed this is pretty nice you know what I'm saying? he's to get to the track and call the race well though. you're right you're right but at least uh, i mean he's not uh so I, i'm sure he didn't have to be at the track like four hours <laughs> later until what he used to so well you know he's got to do makeup and all that stuff you're, he does look so much different when he hopped out of a car compared to what he does in the booth man it's crazy <laughs> that is nuts Oh man! Well, so does Junior though. I mean, Junior's off there <laughs> he with does. his glasses he does, on yeah. or anything like that. He looks like an Abercrombie and yeah. Fitch model. <laughs> That's but good but stuff. I do. I you know 
I do like Gordon being in the booth, and I do like Junior being in the booth. I think both of them in the booth are great. And then I like it when you sprinkle in some Clint Boyer in there, too. Boyer's fantastic in the booth. If Boyer doesn't He's better get, in the booth than he is in a car. If Boy, yeah, if Boyer doesn't get in the booth after racing, they, they missed their calling or they didn't give him enough money because yeah. I'd love to have Clint Boyer in the booth and chat with him. Man, that would be so awesome. That's one of those guys we got to have. Hey, I'm Clint Boyer, and you're listening to Checkers and Records. That would be great. <laughs> Wouldn't it? That would be so awesome. He might even drop an F-bomb in I'm there. I'm all right with that. <laughs> it's Clint Boyer. You know? <laughs> oh, man. So uh, I, I'm trying to think. Uh, I think A little, they... little F1 uh, news. Oh, yeah, uh, little F1 news, yeah. McLaren. McLaren. Go ahead. No, you lead, talk about it. So uh, uh, they're looking at selling a uh, minority state or stake in their uh, team. team there. So uh, here's here's a couple questions that are uh, – first I'll put out my opinion, then I'm going to ask you a question here. Is my opinion is I think it's a good one here. Uh, I think it's a solid way because uh, from what I've read, the idea is to take this team – and make sure here come in two years when the regulations change that they have the same amount of money that Ferrari, that Mercedes, that uh, Red Bull has. So they can max out that budget and they have it set that they're a top team then again. Um, and my question to you on top of that, I don't even know why this is out in the, the public yet. Two quest, Two-part question here. Has Schmidt been approached already? With this opportunity, and if you're Schmidt Peterson, do you hop into Formula One at this point with uh, McLaren and really bond this partnership in with IndyCar? Because it could benefit you in IndyCar, in my mind, because McLaren might be a little more backing of you. Then I don't know. What, what do you think? Um, I, I'm sure that it's uh, been brought to the table with Schmidt Peterson or. or you know, maybe it hasn't, but I, I would think, you know, it, and if it hasn't, they know now. But, <laughs> right, uh, exactly. <laughs> but uh, as as far as them getting into F1, I I just don't know if they have the money to play that game. That's And I was thinking that as well. And then my, my other part of that is, you know, maybe they're trying to bring in this partnership and sell off part of their stake in the team. Maybe, uh... Schmidt Peterson might be getting pushed out, and and that's what I hope is not the case. Is because this was their team to begin with. It was uh, that that was their their deal, and and I understand that. And then again, it may not have nothing to do with the IndyCar side of it. It may just be the F one side of it. It's hard not to say it's not gonna gonna kind of uh, uh, merge at some point because when you look into that, Zach Brown has already said. That sounds so weird every time I say that, talking about racing. Um, that uh, um, he Just is... Just as free. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, uh, he, he stated that uh, um, they're, they're you know putting money into IndyCar. They're trying to... Because with that budget cut, but at the same time, when you state that and you say with the budget cut, we can a lot more money into uh, IndyCar... But yet you're looking to turn over and sell a minority so you can hit that budget at the top end, I guess. Maybe you are trying to to save more money for that IndyCar team because at this point you know you can either A, 
max out your budget with the F1 team and go minimum with the IndyCar team, or B, you could find uh, another uh, buyer in, in a team here, max out your Formula One team, and still have a good amount of money for your, your IndyCar team there as well. So uh, there's a lot of options up there. But uh, I mean, I think it's a smart move because you're also what, what you know, another thing they're doing is they're bringing new money into the sport. Absolutely. Yep. You, so, you hope you hope yes. it's not somebody just coming from. Right. Because another thing I've heard is Latifi's dad might buy more into the, the team there. Oh, so we got boy. another stroll. <laughs> and I hope that's not the case. Yeah, but I don't want to see that happen. That's I mean, unfortunately where you that's kind of where F1 has become, unfortunately. Yeah. That's that's the downside of it, but mm-hmm. you know, which in the, in the same sense, that helps IndyCar out because these drivers that were you know going to go F one, come IndyCar side now, and I'm hey like we talked earlier, we haven't heard a lot about Mick Schumacher here lately, uh, and you know and Ferrari's talked about coming into IndyCar, so could we possibly see Ferrari coming into IndyCar and bringing Mick, Mick Schumacher? Schumacher into How IndyCar? awesome would that be? Right, absolutely. Or, I mean that would draw. Or does Charles Leclerc come into IndyCar and Mick Schumacher gets a? I don't see that happening because I I think Leclerc's their boy right now. I right, and this is all hypothetical. We're we're kind of talking, you know, dream team right here. But in my mind, if I'm Ferrari and I've got a driver like Charles Leclerc, if he's okay with going around and and on the ovals and he feels comfortable, I'm going to put him in that IndyCar ride because I I think he's giving you the most the the best opportunity to win. Where Schumacher then can progress in F1, and man, you could have a Sainz if he's your number one driver. Then I mean, you, you could have a good little little uh, double dipping going on from uh, F1 to IndyCar there. Yep. And then uh, speaking of engines and things like that, um, Mercedes announced this week that their uh, engine chief is leaving the team. Yep. So where is he going to go? Is he going to go? Is he going to follow uh, Toto? It's a positive, and see, I haven't heard anything else on that yet. So I don't I know either. if if that was kind of speculation. That's the I wish F one when things came out like it wasn't all speculation, and they actually had something behind it here. Because I've I've heard many things about uh, different rides and and stuff like that. So hey, Justin, sick Happy Father's Day to you. You don't have to apologize for sleeping in. That's what we got. www.bwsports1.com for. Yep. Or you can just hop on over to YouTube and you can watch the replay on YouTube or you can watch it on Facebook or whatever. Look, we, we got all the streaming, every, <laughs> right? all platforms covered, buddy. So uh, interesting to see, uh, and I haven't read the article yet. I just saw a uh, headline there, but Ricardo came out and kind of explained why he chose to switch and why he chose to switch so early. Um, so uh, that'll be a good read there. Um, and I'm going to have to go and say that uh, why he switched was because he got lied to at Renault. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, last year was a total disaster for Daniel Ricciardo. I felt bad for the guy. I agree. I mean, you stepped into this team, and they promised you the world, and they were going to do this, and they were going to do that, and they they didn't come through on anything. I mean, and then you go and get rid of uh, Hulkenberg, so, you know, I, I thought, you know, that, that team of Danny Rick and Hulkenberg was a pretty strong team. Yep. If you gave them good cars that would last for the race, you got two guys that can compete. Well, so you get rid of Hulkenberg, and guess what? Danny Rick leaves, too. So now you're standing there with your uh, in your hand, 
And um, <laughs> so, uh, oh, well, they did uh, sign, um, what's his face? Um, Ocon? Yeah. Right. But, you know, I mean, Which, still, there again, I still don't think he's what everybody thinks he is. You know, he's not your number one driver. You got to find a number one driver now. So, uh, I mean, I bet you wish you would have kept Hulkenberg now. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. 100% there. So, uh, that is really racing points the first to get back out and uh test that new car since the uh shutdown here and we're just a couple weeks away now which from... uh ferrari leclerc had the ferrari yes, out on yeah, the streets yeah. of marinello the other day <laughs> that looks sweet <laughs> that was awesome like you said he he hits it and gets it wide open yeah there for his... if you haven't seen that search that on facebook because i can't remember what it was under it might be under f1 or uh like i follow like 10 different f1 pages I, I think I'll pull it. I'll share it onto the page there. So yeah, just, you definitely got to see that. <laughs> that is, that's some good stuff. Because he pulls right out there. of the Ferrari compound. And when I say compound, it's a compound. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And he pulls out and kind of just going down the street. Then he makes his turn. He gets on the street and tells us a big straightaway yep. <laughs> and rips it. <laughs> absolutely. It was a, uh, a nice little video there. So I think uh, that's pretty much all we got yeah, for I the think day. We covered a little bit of everything. Um, like we talked earlier, Speed Rome's back to racing now, uh, yep. allowing fans. Um, next weekend at Newcastle, doubleheader kart race. Asher be out there, he said. Asher will be out there. So, you know, if you want to go check out Asher and check out some good racing, period, go out to Newcastle, and they're allowing spectators now. Yep. Um, or, you know, like we said earlier, hit your local track, man. Su support your local tracks. If you don't support your local tracks, they're not going to continue to operate, and they won't be around. So, you know. You got you to gotta support local. And I'm not saying that you can't venture off and see other tracks every now and again, but definitely make sure you support your home tracks. Yep, absolutely there. And it's time now for the oh. Checkers and Wreckers Picks of the Week. And it's time for you at home to join along with us. You got to hit the... Where's the, the thunder? Oh. Oh, we're coming in with picks. Oh. Paul Revere style. <laughs> we're coming in horseback with the horsepower picks of the week here. <laughs> there we go. Well, it's a new thing every every week here. You never know what you're going to get here. That's the fun. <clears throat> so I'll explain this again. Each week we pick a checker, a wrecker, in a dark horse. The checker, yep. who you think is going to win. The wrecker, not necessarily who you think is going to wreck, but who you think is not going to do as good as they should. And the dark horse, somebody kind of a, maybe a midfield, the backfield guy, a, a rookie, rookie, something like that. Somebody, somebody not on performing. a smaller team. Right. Not performing. No. Dark horse is not Kyle <laughs> Busch, Chase Elliott, right. Martin Chuhek. <laughs> yeah, None that, of them guys are dark horses. So, uh, it, and, it, and, and going back to the checker, though, not necessarily – yeah, that's who you want to pick to win, but also, you know, hey, maybe they get a top, top five. five. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it's you got a lot of guys out here, so we understand it's it's hard to pick a winner. So Trust me, it is. Comment your uh checkers, wreckers, and dark horses picks in the comments and uh we'll give you ours. Absolutely. Lead them out, Tommy Boy. Got my checker here today and we talked about him a little earlier as really tossed up between Ryan Blaney and Chase Elliott. And I'm going to go with the number nine, Napa, that Chase Elliott car. I think he's going to do a great job. He's He's been consistent this year. He's won a restrictor plate race already. 
Uh, I think he takes another one here today. That that Hendrick Power just looking really good this year. See, and that's who I was going to pick, but I'm not now because you're going to jinx me. <laughs> uh, let's see. So I'm going to take uh, Kevin Harvick. Going with Harvick there, coming off. Happy uh, Harvick. He and again, I mean, you talk about consistent. And this year, last year, he was just really lining up those consistent. He seems to be there. the most consistent driver for that Stuart Haas team. Right, oh, I would agree with that. So, uh, um, go to a wrecker here, and once again, I don't think he's going to wreck today. But he's coming off a win at Homestead. I don't think uh, the. Uh, the super speedway king is what we what I was calling him earlier. I don't think Hamlin finishes in the top ten today, and that's a record for him. So I think Hamlin's going to be my uh, my record here today. Uh, and my record, I'm going to go with um, Kyle Busch. Going with Bush there. Having a hard year here so far coming yeah, off. Yeah, he, uh, he hasn't really had a good year. No, he's really trying to find it here. Um Daytona, he had that problem there when they uh, went to the red flag and they went to restart, correct? He, yep. he wouldn't fire back up. So uh, I think he was top five, top six there at that time. But, uh, yeah, not uh, not having the year that uh, he's wanting here today or this year. So we'll see if he can put it on today. But you got him as your Rekka. And we'll go to the the dark horses. I'm really trying to think. I've I've picked some good dark horses yeah. in the past couple of weeks. You know what? Ooh. My dark horse today, I'm going to go with uh, Kenseth. I think he's going to pull a, a solid. He, he's been okay, but you can tell this car has, like I said, um, been a, uh, a tougher acclimation than he's had. Well, it's kind of weird because the first race back when he hopped into that car, he got top 10. First and then since then, it's kind of been since a little... Since then, it's been hit and miss. Right. So, and if not, Kenseth, I was going to pick somebody, uh, um, LaJoy, Priest. I was really tossing it up between those guys uh, there. The Red Rocket took uh, LaJoy as a dark horse. <laughs> there you go. Uh, he did. He, he was right there in uh, Daytona in the top 10, doing yeah. a good job. And uh, not Priest, uh, Jones, I'm sorry. Jones is always one of those guys that's... Eric uh, Jones. Yeah, uh, in Super Speedway. JGR. That's Bush and all the Hamlin's teammate. Right, but I mean Jones. As far as I mean, oh, you can pick him. A, that'd be a, a solid driver, dark though. horse when yeah. it comes to speedways, super speedways. But yeah, I got to go with uh, uh, Kenseth. I think he's going to pull okay. off. This is his first super speedway of the year too, because he wasn't it in is. Daytona. It is. And I was going to do it, but I'm not going to because he bites me in the butt every You're time. You're going to pick Matty D. I you? was. I was. <laughs> then at the last minute, I was like, No, no, don't do it. <laughs> Christopher Bell, Dark Horse. I And I thought about going with one of those rookies there, but, man, it's just a tough track here, and I think it's going to be a, a hard one for them. And I, I mean, You never know where the big one's going to happen. I, that's that's exactly it, and I think it's just a, a matter of being at the right place at the right time. You can you can go from hero to zero real quick. Right. Absolutely there. So Wrecker, hold on here. Nick Van. Johnson Checker. Byron Wrecker. Who's your Dark Horse, Nick? He's pretty good when it comes to NASCAR. You gotta, you know, if if yeah, he's he's a big NASCAR head. Between him and uh, uh, Kyle Westwood, man, those two, they're like uh, competitors on the track. They're competitors. Their dark horse will be Reddick. Momentum is high. I agree with that. I mean, momentum is high, but it doesn't. Yeah, that's that's a solid pick. And I mean, you know, you can't another uh, good. It's, it's basically a, a Hendrick car. 
<laughs> right. I mean, so. Uh, another good one that uh, is a, a possibility would be uh, Nemechek. We saw he. John Hunter. Yep. He, he finished, I think, eighth in yeah. uh, Daytona. So uh, we'll see if, if he can pull off something there today. But, yeah, I think we got some solid picks in here today. And uh, I'll also say um, I, I would look out for uh, Colonel Custer. I think he's going to have a good run today. So you're thinking the rookies are going to come through today. Uh, and maybe the maybe their breakthrough have... performance here today in these yeah, tough cars. I, I, think the, I think the rookies are going to shine today. We'll see how it happens here. Thank you all for joining along with us on this Father's Day edition of checkers and records again the happy father's day to yes. all of you out there each and every one of you take and a, care again be sure to check us out on uh live streaming on youtube now we're, we're stepping our game up youtube all the broadcasts are gonna be multi-stream there and uh, what's it under on uh youtube bw, BW sports, sports one? one yep okay so it's under bw sports one on youtube you're on facebook most of you watching there so you know what we're at checkers and records there so thank you again for joining along with us this week and what do we do on father's day tommy boy we relax but we still drive fast shift hard and keep the rubber on the road you didn't see that coming did you no <laughs> i was like what <laughs> we, we, relax. we relax we put our feet up <laughs> we don't do anything what are, you're nuts you're nuts no absolutely drive fast shift hard and keep the rubber on the road peace